You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride Podcast. And on Twitter at Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the 454th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast presented by Amazon. This is the Super Rookie in Orlando, Florida. Good thing you figured out where you were there at the end. Hey, this is Matt in Minneapolis. I know I'm here because I have heat stroke. And uh, delivered in just one day, this is Spencer out in Western Massachusetts. Um, where, guys, I'm having a prime time uh, following cycling these days. Uh, it's putting a smile on the side of every box that I see uh, coming with my cycling goods. Okay. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Mm-hmm. It's a real Whole Foods. Uh, look, anyways, I can't look, keep it going, if, but I got to say, why is Amazon wanting to sponsor professional cycling? They already own everything. It's oh. the hottest ticket going. <laughs> Obviously, uh, the cycling market has been doing everything right. All things make sense. Um, the rules are perfect. Um, the teams, you know, don't uh, flounder and uh, change season in and season out. Um, you know, it's it's a flawless system. I don't, uh, frankly, I don't know why they haven't been involved sooner. You know, this is, I mean, cycling is small money for any large corporation. But this, I mean, some intern was tasked with finding sponsorship opportunities, and they handed him hey, we need a twelve tax million dollars, and, and <laughs> this is what he's doing. Like this is nothing to them. They could have. Um, I. This is what we we're going to need a salary cap now. That's actually going to happen. So an Amazon team comes in and then also <laughs> takes out Quickstep. It's kind of awesome. Maybe at the same time. But nothing is that awesome though, because you're going to have a whole bunch of riders with nowhere to go. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry, but Patrick Lefebvre leaving the sport would be a good thing. Is he leaving? To all of society. Is he leaving though? I sure hope so. I don't think. Get rid of him. I don't think. <laughs> Because I speculative super rookie Netflix thing, uh, the whatever the drive to drive to ride or whatever. I finally drive to ride, yeah. That. And uh, mm-hmm. he's all over in that, and he's so annoying, so annoying. And just seeing him in that, I could just see how if, if you're coming to cycling, you'd be like, this guy seems like a a wise old sage, and you're like, oh. So to level set for our thousands of listeners around the world, we have rumors of quick step merging with Jumbo Visma, mm-hmm. and then out of nowhere, by God, that's Jeff Bezos' music, and he's going to become the sponsor of Jumbo Visma. Mm-hmm. Because um, why would he sponsor Movistar? And, and for clarification, um, for just Jumbo Visma, um, Visma is a small software company out of Norwegia, uh, Norway. I don't know if a lot of uh, people are aware of that, and uh, Amazon is a small software company out of uh, the United States. I don't know if anyone is aware of that as well. That's right. So professional cycling, once again, is turned up on its head. And the victim of all of it is Primoz Roglic, who typical. hasn't been doing yeah, much this typical. year. Hasn't really had any recent success. No. no. And 
decides to leave and possibly go to Movistar, which no, not gonna happen. Thumbs no. up from here, That's, Tim. Have you no. been? You've been. You're the only one. It's who's incorrect. Yeah. Been dreaming about this. Have you been the one making this rumor go around in the internet? Because it doesn't make any sense. He's not, I have. He's not. He just tried to slide it in. It doesn't in. make any sense. It makes now, all the sense in the world. I've been celebrating. If, Rogue if going to Movie Star for the last twenty four hours. If yeah. there's one thing that this show is about, it's it's about the integrity of the information we provide to our <laughs> listenership, and I don't know if they appreciate. Um, your ruse there, trying to uh, trying to slide in the movie star rumor. So, where will Roglic end up? Sounds like Bora, as of where where Ooh. whatever as of ten now. minutes ago. Well, I mean, I heard that this morning, but it seemed Bora like likely. I don't know. They got that specialized money. I, it makes sense. Okay. Can we all just wish that he goes to movie star? I feel like the time is due for a solid Spanish Grand Tour team. Mm-hmm. Uh, With an aging just, star. Yeah, you just kicking Moss <laughs> under the bus. This this hard to me. That's true. I think everyone here on the podcast knows how much I love Spanish Grand Tour teams. And I love Enrique Moss, but he okay. just doesn't have it. No. Give, give Roglic the entirety of the Movistar team behind him. We've seen how tight that team is. The epitome of teamwork. And if they put that behind Roglic, the ski jumper would sail away. Beautiful. It is a beautiful picture you've painted. Um, Little, little. I don't know why we call you uh, the super. We could call you the Bob Ross of of cycling. The way you just uh, painted us a beautiful landscape there, just seemingly out of nothing. So, okay. Roglic is going to go somewhere else, but let's talk the real, the real truth of silly season is that the Hackney Hedgehog is going to be going to Trek Liddell, Little, mm-hmm. Trek Little Racing. Uh, that's awesome, right? Are we th- thumbs up of that? Because we've got to find a different team to cheer for from Jumbo Visma. Because j- <laughs> once they're sponsored by Amazon, we were already like leaning away. I'm sorry, Wout. No I mean- fans here. They, so, I was already, you know, uh, maybe not on on the episodes referring to them as jugger, Juggernaut Visma uh, all season because they've just been uh, one, two, three at every race uh, that they've seemingly entered, uh, and now with the, uh, I mean, that's probably why Amazon was interested. They were like, uh, "Who, who is this? Um, you know, they they seem to be dominating their market. Uh, we need to just buy it up." Uh, he probably didn't really read the memo. Jeff Bezos uh, didn't really sink in that it was a cycling team. It was just like, what is this? They're doing well? Okay, buy them. Um, exactly. Which, you know, that's fine. And uh, eventually that uh, that department, um, the Jumbo Visma cycling department of Amazon will probably get, uh, uh, you know, all laid off, furloughed, and, and um, you know, in, a, in a, some sort of reorganization anyway. So unless they unionize. Yeah. That would be great. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> European-based, it it could happen. <laughs> that's true. Wouldn't this be great if the the sort of like foothold that unions needed into Amazon was because of the cycling team and then like the cycling union like <laughs> broke into it and then from there it like spread like a wondrous cancerous virus throughout the whole corporation? I could yeah, potentially forgive 
the UCI, which has union in its name, um, <laughs> for a few things. Not for everything, but for a lot of things, yeah, if yeah. they could pull that off. So, yeah. Little guy, on the road, before we get to mountain bike, there was some bike racing this week. Yeah. Italian Give Classic us the season. update on the on the Italian Classic season. Oh, you boy. have 30 seconds. Well, <laughs> this Woglitch guy who's looking for a new contract for next year, he won Amelia from a really nice group with uh, Moss was in the group. Carapaz was back in the group. I know you guys didn't see this. Uh, and you didn't watch it. But I kind of figured we wouldn't see more Carapaz this year. And boom, there he is at the pointy end. Uh, didn't quite have it to go with Rogue, but Pogachar. Tim, I, I get so distracting with Tim counting on his fingers. <laughs> Pogue tried to boss right, the race around, the only one with a teammate, but Rogue did his usual Rogue thing and won, and it's the most beautiful race on the calendar. Someday I'd like one of you two to watch it, actually. It would be great for the content on the podcast. 30. <laughs> I've seen the so highlights. Much. I've seen the highlights. Uh, it is a beautiful race. I would actually uh, recommend it uh, to you anyone know, it was, that is looking for some was, racing action to watch. If you noticed on the Slow Ride Podcast Twitter account 13 years ago today, Carlos Betancur won the uh, the race. Yeah. I so think, yeah. how awesome is that? It was awesome. It was awesome then. I probably, that was yeah. before the podcast, but I probably called you guys. and was like, do you see Amelia? And you're like, no, I didn't see it. I was like, oh, this is some so guy. little guy. I don't know who he is. Roglic wins over Pogacar, <laughs> Pogacar yeah. by a second. Yeah. And Simon Yates. Yep. Michael Woods is there. Woods was there. You had Adam Who's Yates. Top there. place American. Doing some good work. Who's the top place American? Jorgensen was in the teens, I want to say. Uh well, trick question. It was actually Michael Woods in fifth place. <laughs> Thanks for checking. Well got him. Do we have an email? Got him good. That? I bet we do. Segway no, Sam over here. No. Yeah, Segway Sam. Uh we'll get to that after the prem lap. But so the Jordea Italia uh, Amelia, sorry. 106th running. What's next on the um, the Italian classic? I don't remember which one's next. Maybe <laughs> probably Trey, probably Trey, the Giro d'Italia. <laughs> but Lombardia. Lombardia Trentino, was right? next Saturday. So next we just Saturday. had Amelia. Lombardia is next Saturday. In this week in between, there's a race like every other day. I think Treval or whatever is next, and then there's uh, the Piemont or something. Yeah. Piedmont. So for anybody listening to the podcast, the this, doesn't matter. Yeah. Just turn it this on. Is the, this is the reason to have a second monitor. On your computer screen, get the the, the soft watch mm. to the mounder next to you. Listen, mm-hmm. little guy. Some great bike racing is here. I know we give a lot of flack to uh, little guy on uh, what what it is that he's watching, but the truth <laughs> is is that there's some fantastic racing, <laughs> and it could be the last time that Primoz Roglic uh, wins for uh, Jumbo Visma before he goes to Movistar. Okay, so if or he goes to Movistar, yeah. So this is the thing I was wondering too, how you guys feel, because he's he's obviously on top of his game right now. Like he was good at the Volta. Yeah, he looks super yeah. good, Amelia. Like classic, classic Roglic, like sitting in the group and then just devastatingly fast on an uphill finish. Do you think this is classic uh, mid thirties? He moves to a French team, never wins again, a la Peter Sagan, who just Oof. happened to retire today. Or uh-huh. is this uh, is this comeback Lance Armstrong? Right, he just keeps it going, just boom, 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 boom. You know, like what do you guys? Well, it worked really well from when Lance came back. But what I've... do you think he's gonna? You think he's gonna stay on top of it? Because when guys leave these super teams, you never know. You know, they gotta leave. Done. 
El Finito. They're no longer done? on the medical program. Yeah, you think it's Here, here's money? here's the thing. Here's the thing. Cash in the money. It's the Chris Froome program. He right? is like take the money. He is too good to go to like an Arkea or or a team, a smaller French team. You know, like so. the typical retiree route. You know, um, he is not in that boat. Um, I I think he will get signed to a, a premier team, whichever one that ends up being. Uh, and I, I think, you know, Jumbo Visma is, or whatever Amazon Visma is definitely going to be the team to beat next year. Uh, but they are going to be dealing with a lot of internal chaos you- and, and strife of merging, assuming this goes through those two programs together, figuring out what staff gets, Kept and left so, behind, and riders and uh, staff and all that stuff. So, that's kind of what's um, the best landing spot? Like, uh, I know I ham it up and talk about Movie Star all the time, but what's the best landing spot for Roglic? Would it be I mean, a French team to guaranteed entry? Absolutely or would it be not. Someone like an Astana. <laughs> okay. I don't know, Uno, but the answer Uno is Uno not a French team. Okay. <laughs> like hundred percent can guarantee AG2R is off the table. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Boris pretty good. Uh, I mean. I think Boris sounds pretty good as well. With I think Bookman. Yeah. Yeah. Bookman, yeah. He man. needs he needs that Sep cuss. He needs that replacement cuss. I don't think Buckman's is good, but it's what they got, you know. So Roglic is the yeah, the odd man out. So that Sep cuss takes number two spot. Roglic is out. So it's Pogacar and then Sep. Or sorry, it's going to be uh, uh, Vingard. Yeah. Do you think? Well, it's going to be Wout. Uh, and then Sepkos and then Vinegard yeah, uh, for their Sep, climbing uh, prowess. Because I feel like if Rogic leaves, he kind of has to lead a Grand Tour. It's like if, it was kind of un, unclear if he wanted to ever have a leadership role again. And it's sort of they can't send right. Vinegard to every Grand Tour, and so at some point, Cus, they're going to be like, "Well, you, you know, you're our only other Grand Tour winner." You know, like know. now, if somebody wanted to jump to the leadership role in a small French team. Sep Cuss could cash in right now. <laughs> he could be the face of some weird product plastered all over the bus shelters of Paris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like press on nails. <laughs> yeah. Just, just Wh- whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I think I could see him so, on a, on a, on a, on a direct energy or something, uh, you know, just cashing his paychecks. It's a, oh man! It's spectacular how bad Direct Energy is, considering they're like what, like the second biggest oil company in the world. Like they have so much money. <laughs> yeah, but wait till they meet Mr. Bezos and yeah, sure, Amazon yeah. money coming in. So, ten years from now, a dozen years from now, will we be uh-huh. looking back at Jumbo Visma slash Amazon or whatever we want to call the future team, sitting back looking at it, going? cool or would be sitting back looking at it going eh, festina well i just hope hope cool but I, you know it's like or it's like, robobank <laughs> well we'll definitely be saying robobank because it's in their dna yeah with the little wink that tim did yeah, yeah. the little wink tim did right fantastic now. that was good the listeners right, can't so- see the little wink but it was there other news was this weekend was the big snowshoe mountain bike weekend in West Virginia. 
tons of mud all around, but shout out to Laura Stigger, Lona LeCompte, and Martina Berta for taking one, two, three on the women's side of the XC. Yolanda Neff, by the way, solid fifth place finish. Nice. And on the men's side was Jordan Sorrell with a sprint over Nino Scherter. Oh. I don't know if you guys know about Nino Scherter, but... I've heard of him. Sounds familiar. But Pidcock, Pidcock making American appearance. Yeah. In fifth place. So one of these days I got to get out to Snowshoe. It's pretty cool. I want to go, but I think like Mount St. Anne is on my list above Snowshoe. Is that bad? Yeah, you're not American anymore. Definitely lost your American card. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to go to Quebec over West Virginia? I already made that choice and did go to Quebec over West Virginia. <laughs> You're so close nice. to Quebec. You almost get like a cheat card. I mean, it's like... Basically French. Yeah. Basically yeah. there, yeah. right? I mean, Canadian. I mean, French-Canadian. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so we had a big uh, big race weekend on the XC side. Um, as far as this time of year, it's kind of like we're rolling into almost full-on silly season. We got Lombardi on oh. the road. Not too much on the mountain bike side as we wind down for the, the back end of the World Cup season. So as we continue on, it's a, it's pretty rad. Um, little guy, that does mean we're rolling into cyclocross season. So let's do mm-hmm. a quick temperature check. How is cyclocross going for you? <laughs> Personally, um, it's not. I haven't done any cyclocross. I did a little... All right. I did a little... Uh, little bike mini bike tour this weekend and uh destroyed myself and gave myself heat stroke but uh no cyclocross i saw it was very hot in the twin cities this weekend so i did see some pictures on the old uh, instagram by the way i I do believe we got to throw some pictures up on the instagram of that sweet seiko cannondale um oh yeah bike that we did see but uh you did some bike packing i gotta admit from what i saw on the old twitter and instagram was that a lot of front Weight on the front of the bike, nothing on the back. You had two panniers yeah. up front. You had the handlebar bag, a little, little top heavy, if you would. Um, what is your thought there? What isn't panniers on the back of the bike better than the front? Never, Tim. Amateur city over here. No, you really? gotta, un- wow. you gotta unpack your back bike, my friend, and you'll, you'll learn. No, you want that weight, so you can, you're controlling the weight. I don't like having more weight in the back than the front, personally. Cause you, really? you don't, it's just, it's just like having a caboose back there. You, if it's up front you can, control I always preferred to have a, a bike rack and then the, the weight in the back of the bike. Cause then you could easily turn your wheel. I was a little shocked by how much weight you're running up front, by the way, overpack paneers. I know you got some uh, heat stroke today, but you did this to yourself. Uh, yeah, it sounds like it. Say they were overpacked and that I brought, um, the bare minimum. I, I mean, also that bike. I didn't have any way to put anything on the rear because there's no mounts. Because it's bare like minimum, you say. Uh, Schwamigan winning race bike. So <laughs> I oh uh, asterisk asterisk <laughs> yeah. yeah not the facts. Uh, but no, okay, I only continue? brought. I only had. I mean, I brought as little as I could. I actually went full millennial, and 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 brought the um the, the hammock. To do it. Oh, yeah. My, yeah. My thing. So I'm trying. I'm, I'm seeing of if course I can you did. Do this, uh, you know, Bikepacking World Championships is coming up at some point, I'm sure. So I feel like I got to start mm-hmm. uh, testing my gear. How uh, far did you go? 
I went uh, 60 some miles or something down That's your fair bowl. That's it, Tim. That was by it. yourself, all by myself. Wow. All right. Well, you made it. So, You're back. You're here on the podcast. Uh, did you did you have some field note? Did you have a field notes notebook with you? I didn't have any notebook with me. No. Okay. Uh, mostly what I had was not enough water. Uh, there's nowhere to get water at this time of year. Mostly I had no water and it was too hot. <laughs> I, felt well, I heard it was miserably hot that they canceled the marathon today. They canceled the there, marathon. So. Yeah. I mean, it's not Florida hot, but it's for end of September, beginning of October. It's 80s, almost 90 and humid. And you guys will remember this from riding here is like you ride in the summer. There's water fountains, but but like all the water fountains in parks all around Minnesota get like closed on the 1st of September because they're like it could frost at any minute. And so when you go out for a ride on these late, nice uh, fall days, you I always get in this trap. I do this to myself. I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to go out and do a nice long ride. It's so nice. It's unseasonably warm. And then you get out there and you're like, ah, there's nowhere to get water. I can't find anywhere to get water, you know? Like, there's not a gas station? It's a shame. No, there are gas stations. If only, but I'm saying like, if only you had panniers on your bike to carry more luggage with you. What do you guys think? You, know, I had you in bought them? the bra- you I know brought you guys the are both bare essentials. Tours. By the way, yeah. what like, did you bring with you? I'm like, thinking, okay, like so we we, we like, know you imagine we know just like emptiness in there. Like what what do you guys yeah. think you would bring well, if you were gonna go camping? We do know I'm you sure had you a hammock. A yeah, yeah there's certainly a book. Probably like something like War and Peace, something way too big and practical. Um you brought uh a solar charging uh, <laughs> device to keep your um, right. Kindle. No, not a Kindle. Uh, a solar light. I had a little solar light. There you go. Keep your your things charged. Mm-hmm. Uh, mosquito uh, zapper. Okay. Probably had one of those. Totally. Yeah, um, mosquito zapper. Mm-hmm. Some sort of tent or sleeping facility. I had a hammock. I had um, a hammock with a little rain fly. You seem yeah, a little yeah, impact, yeah. And then you needed your wallet uh, that would have the credit card in it for the Motel 6 you actually stayed at after you took the photos <laughs> for Instagram. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Totally. Which is a classic bike packing move. Yeah. And then it was just air. Um, and the rest of it's probably sandwiches and like Doritos. Yeah, yeah. And that, that, that is a challenge so, because the Dorito bags are really full, but they're not actually full of Doritos. They're yeah, full of air, which is tough. Up. Pop them down when you get them in next. Uh, so yeah, that's yeah. So that's the pro move. Tip. Yeah, I rode today. I know you guys don't believe it, but I rode today. Was put in a solid sixty miles. Mm-hmm. As uh-huh. I'm riding uh, south of Orlando, past Did the bring airport. A, a hammock with you? No, I didn't. But huh. I gotta admit, whenever I would go on the road for work, a lot of people tend to do airport loops, like loops around the airport, because it's like the roads that are close to an urban and urban city that tend to be closed off to a lot of traffic, like right around the, the, uh, the runway. I know, uh, the crab cake would tell me all about it in Baltimore and in other cities. So I was down by the Orlando airport, lots of people coming in, go see the mouse Universal mm-hmm. studios for Halloween horror nights. As I'm riding out, I will put this picture on Instagram, but, uh, wild hogs, Within twenty feet of me, crossing the road, just uh-huh. just feral hogs, yeah, uh-huh. crossing the road in front of me. Um, 
Only one thing to do. I don't want to say do. I was scared, yeah. Yeah, but it was definitely like I looked around <laughs> going, am I the slowest of the four people I was with? Uh-huh. <laughs> right? Like I was like looking around going, and at that moment, I think I was actually like I, like I had a self-realization going, I got to get faster because I, th- I think I'd be the target. I'd yeah, be the last jumps. one out of this sprint. Yeah, you got to start doing yeah. some some, some um, jumps, do some yeah, get those fast twitch muscles going cuz it's so, I don't think those hogs are going to want to run for very long. You just got to have a good kick, right? Yeah, but I got to admit, scared the shit out of me. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. So, so it's Florida, big hogs. So you guys pulled your guns out of your panniers and just blasted them away, right? Yeah, yeah. No, not me. No. Nobody on the ride? Nobody? That's, nobody no. was packing? You said there were four people. Yeah, four, four people. Certainly, the odds are that yes, yeah, someone huh. was ready to go. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, final before we go to the pre-lap cyclocross weekend. It was Charm City. Nineteen years of Charm City cyclocross. So I know that we don't talk as much about cyclocross as we used to because we leave that to Bill Shiken over at Cyclocross Radio. But um, can we just give a shout out to his team member, Andrew Strawmeyer? For uh, winning, I believe it's his first like major win yeah. of a, cool. a uh, elite men's elite uh, C two C one. But yeah, he <laughs> took the win. Pretty awesome to see. Got second yesterday in the C one, but today won the C two, beating Curtis White both times. Curtis White, I'll remind you, is the U.S. Cyclocross national champion. So perhaps a uh, a changing of the guard. I don't know where we are going to be the, on the, the, the guard the just changed. Yeah, just changed. <laughs> but yeah, we, we just got here. It's early. I season, can't keep up. But, um, <laughs> good win nonetheless. That's great. I will mm-hmm. be in Madison for the Cyclocross World Cup at Waterloo. So if anybody will sees you? me out there, come say hello. So yeah, I will be in Madison for the Cyclocross World Cup um, coming up. So it'll be pretty when badass. Is that? Is that next pretty week? excited. October fifteenth, right around there. Oh, so two weeks. two weeks. Okay. So I'll be up there. I think it's uh, the 14th, 15th. Same weekend yeah. as uh, Iowa versus Wisconsin football. So hotel rooms, hard to find. How did they do so that? So look, if you want it. Well, I'm sure that the NCAA doesn't really care so much about the UCI Cyclocross <laughs> World Cup, but I don't know about the politics of, uh, uh, yeah. of college, not. Division Probably I college not. sports, but pretty sure, I don't know who carries more weight in that conversation. Mm, I don't know. But what we should be talking about is this week's pre-lap. So let's check in with our very own Michael Matthews. See how he's doing in the offseason. Hey there, it's Mike Vanningham, your second favorite Canadian. And I do listen to the Slow Ride Podcast. All right, here we are in the pre-lap. Major shout-outs to our friends and family over at Wide Angle Podium Network. So oh, yeah. becomes a member and supporter of the Wide Angle Podium Network. This independent cycling media is made for you. So head over to WideAnglePodium.com to find out how you can become a supporter of the shows like the Slow Ride Podcast, Cyclocross Radio, The Grodio, and of course, Criterium Nation. Uh, your Criterium favorite- Nation. One of the best shows on the network, I will say, if you haven't listened to their most recent episode, uh, give it a listen. A little little shade thrown at Peak peak Form Tim over there on the the Criterium Nation. It is true. It is true. 
Uh, if yeah. you want, if you want all the details, uh, go go check out uh, what Rob's talking about over there. I can't wait uh, to to hear the breakdown of uh, of Coach Tim's uh, perform from Coach Tim on Peak Tim's performance. Uh, Peak Tim is the- <laughs> fantastic. Uh-huh. Well, obviously, obviously, he'd be signed to Amazon Jumbo Visma <laughs> Quick Step. No Just problem. The title sponsorship of that team. Anyways, let's find out more when we return to the show. But head over to WideAnglePodium dot com to find out more about the family of shows of independent cycling media and the podcasts that we have on the network. Yeah. And with that, let's get back to the podcast. Hi, I'm Peter Sagan, and I'm listening to Slow Ride Podcast. Guys, I, I cannot believe we got through Silly Season Talk uh, as easily as we did. Um, little guy, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that that is happening that maybe uh, we, we don't have our finger completely on the pulse right now. That's probably um, very much true. I think we got distracted, you know, uh, like a hedgehog in, in, in the headlights, um, you know, just kind of frozen uh, by the uh, Guggenhart uh, news. But Mikel Landa also rumored to be moving. Yeah, uh, I thought Tim would be all over this uh, going to quick step. Yeah. Um, uh, Mateo Jorgensen, uh, one of the movie star brethren from a, from a Spanish grand tour team. Uh, also maybe heading over to Jumbo Visma. Yeah. How's that going to work? Teammates with Miguel Landa? Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. I didn't want to break Tim's heart because I thought Tim probably didn't know about the Jorgensen thing. And he was, I didn't want to. Probably didn't know about it. Where's he going? (laughs) Amazon. Amazon. Uh, if 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 um, does end up going to uh, Bora, yep, could have a good teammate there in in Daniel Martinez. Yeah, yeah, good Daniel. That's interesting. In Lee, um, Gita, a good, solid bunch of climbers. And Fabio Jacobson, uh, getting getting out from the quick step, uh, going over to DSM. Um, can't fault him for that. Anybody leaving quick step, good move in my book. How many sprints? Greetings from the north. I've talked to our people about the trade agreement and have a counter offer. Ah, this email this must comes be the Canadian American trade. Colby Large. Okay. Firstly, I would say we never really put Allison Jackson up for a trade. In your classic American bullying, you just assumed her as your own. You did the same with Michael Woods, but being that we knew he wasn't going to do much, we just let you have him. Here's our counteroffer. Wow. You keep Ouch. Michael Woods and take Michael Vandenham, who's announced his retirement as this is his final season. Sorry, Michael, but someone has to take one for the team here. We keep Allison and take Sep, but we throw in this signed water bottle of bling Michael Matthews. Oh, P.S. My workmates got this for me at the Quebec races. I wish I could have had it signed to the slow ride. If you make it north, we need to connect for a ride, and I'll hand it over. I might even consider letting you drink from it. 
<laughs> so Michael Matthews autographed water bottle. Uh-huh. Four. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Sep cuss is basically what this breaks down to. Do we take yeah, it? Yeah, I feel like they, they they took a lot off the table uh, with yeah. this one. And I mean, Vandenham, uh, former cyclocross national champion in Canada for a bunch of years running and clearly going to be the gravel superstar of Canada going forward uh, because that's what you do when you retire from cyclocross. Uh, I, I don't think that's bad. I think they're leaving some value on the table there, uh, but I'm not seeing much else. Mm. Wait, you're discounting Woodsy that much. I mean, he did make the final move in Amelia. He's there. That is true. I'd, was Sepp Cuss there? No. You know no. what? Wait till, Se- wait till Michael Woods wins uh, Japan Cup, the most <laughs> important of all classics, and not get... Yeah. Tricked out of the finals. So I think I think Froome's the leader for the team for that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what they say. You know, they gotta yeah, throw the throw him off the scent. Yeah. Um. I I like it. I'm willing to entertain it, but I think I need something else from Canada, and um, that might be uh, Derek G. How do you feel about that? Oof. I mean, I'm, I'll I'll take him. Not, not. I think we're gonna have. Yeah, to I don't know. He's not a winner. Else. Not a winner. Okay, I'm just playing the heel here in this conversation. Just, just carry it. Just yeah, yeah, as yeah. much so, as yeah, I want him on our yeah. team. Like, oh, that guy's never won. He's just got five second places in the That's Giro true. and excited the entire world mm-hmm. by his racing in the Giro. But yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want that guy. We're yeah. winners down here in America. We have <laughs> land of Sep Cuss. Why would you take a winner like Sep Cuss and trade him for an exciting rider like Derek G? Good point, Tim. Good point. Yeah, there we go. That's right. That's how I make my millions. Hill training in Florida. Tim from Orlando. My lister, my lister, my sister lives in Altamont Springs and will be coming to Wisconsin to bike a 50 chari- 50K charity ride with my son and me next fall. Wisconsin has hills. Florida does not. Do you have any recommendations on how she can train to be in shape for those hills? Uh. Love the podcast. Looking forward to episode 400. Thanks, Doug. Oh, yes. Doug. Okay. This is gonna be oh, good. little guy. Yeah. Right. If Tim, you're in for it. I want to take notes. Yeah. This is going to be there's like a, super good there's training a great, advice. There's a great okay. overpass in Altamont Springs, Florida <laughs> that goes over I-4. It's great. Or you can get in the car and uh, drive west to Claremont and go ride Sugarloaf Mountain. And the roads off of the uh, in Claremont. There's some legitimate climbs west of Claremont. Is so, is Sugar Mo- uh, Sugar Loaf? I've seen I've seen this one. I've seen pictures of it. It's just like a big Sugar hill Loaf in the middle of nowhere. Legit. Huh. Yeah, it's, it's is legit it one of these uh, like the like the Dutch one where it's a where it was a trash pile and then they made it into a hill? I mean, they there's some like rich story about how it was made over hundreds of millions of years of sand hills in Florida, but I pretty much just think it's a trash hill. Okay. Um, it's, it's a legit climb. Sugarloaf is the big one. Cause it's, it's, it can be up to 12 I minutes. Mean, it's a pretty decent climb. It's legit. Or you can go up to Gainesville, which is where most of the, the good climbing is kind of in the Ocala area. And those are some good rollers. Um, so Doug, reach out. Mm-hmm. I can get you a good routes in either one, but for the most part, they're, Central Florida is where there's climbs, so Altamont 
in Orlando area is not bad, but people come up from Miami for the climbs here, which is pretty sad considering what Miami is, but it's, it's not horrible, <laughs> but you're not talking the sustained climbs that you might have, um, anywhere else. Like I, although in Wisconsin, I don't, I can't imagine of a lot of like sustained climbs in Wisconsin that are ridiculous. Like there's not, it's rolly by oh. the, by the rivers, but it's not I, like you can get the yeah. same in Florida. It's not. I think they'll, they'll make you hurt out there. I've done enough road races in Wisconsin to yeah, know uh, not to be fooled. The no, the driftless. Like, okay. All right. Climb. Take your steep mid steep. Midwest yeah, elitism no, I think, out of here. But I got to say, like, in Orlando, it's not I'm horrible. About, I, about I don't to, know if you guys I'm remember, but I did you. beat you both in the Everest challenge during the pandemic. I do recall that. I just looked up Sugarloaf, Tim. Uh, mighty 312 feet It is, feet above but it season. starts at like negative 60. So, you know, it, just, it just adds that much more. I was like, yeah, it's, it's like 100 meters. Um, wow. All right. So, uh, Tim, that was great. Uh, Florida perspective. I'm going to hit you with a little more Midwest elitism uh, and maybe like probably some Danish I don't know, elitism as well, somewhere else without any uh, elevation. Because Minneapolis uh, area, no, not very hilly, not really renowned uh, for its great climbs. Um, but yeah, a lot of good climbers out of there. Uh, famous, most famous of which, obviously, the little guy, uh, Matt Allen. Um, oh, yeah. I w- my advice, if you can't get in the road and drive to Trash Mountain in outside of Orlando or wherever you were just talking about, um, is to just uh, wake up in the morning, plan your ride, plan a loop or whatever, and then uh, plan a few loops. Um, and then whichever way the wind is yeah, blowing, good... head that direction. Yeah. You want to be into the wind. Um, mm. Because the, the, the dirty secret is you don't actually have to be going up a hill uh, to do hill training. You just have to be facing resistance uh and you can do that with a nice stiff headwind um so i would do that and uh make sure you know you're always riding into the wind as much as possible and you should be all right when the road tilts up i mean uh andy hamston's from like what north dakota flattest bit of north dakota Mm. and look look at him yeah Yeah. uh fantastic fall and the great shorts debate good day slow riders we are in the very best part of the cycling calendar. Not only is the weather perfect for riding, but I need three devices to tune into GCN Plus so I can watch all the heart-stopping action of these late-season races <laughs> simultaneously. This is that time of year where we all say, oh yeah, I forgot Viviani rides for Ineos. Or why doesn't Victor Compartnitz take a, it does? take a break instead of going into one? It is also the best time of year to see the fantastically garish kits of Continental teams <laughs> that we all wish we had in our closets. You guys can have the Spring Classics uh. and the Tour de France. Give me the Crow Race, Paris Tours, any one of the infinite number of Italian one-day races. This is when true cycling happens. <laughs> the one thing that could make it better would be for the Valverde to trade in his brown gravel shorts for the full Movistar kit as a surprise entry for one of these late season races. I will stop there oh, and say that this email comes God. from Craig, who provides us with a Very pronunciation sure. guide for his last name. That would be Schmeezing. Craig Schmeezing. Um, tells us all about, hmm. but I got to say, 
That's a solid hook of a first paragraph. Uh, I'm going to email the Sorrow Podcast at gmail.com to just throw in some Valverde like bait in there. Like, oh, please tell me more about Alejandro Valverde coming back to professional cycling. How awesome would that be? Yeah. You guys, you guys ever watch America's Next Top yes. Model uh, with Tyra Banks Big fans. Uh, back in the day? Because she always talked about, um, you know, smiling with your eyes. You know, she called it smizing. I'm thinking uh, if, when you're schmoozing the Slow Ride podcast via email, you might be, uh, uh, that might be the pronunciation that you just gave yes. for, for Craig's last name. I think yes. that's the definition. Just, just any email that has Valverde in it is, is bait for us to read it on mm-hmm. the podcast. That is for sure. Um, but Craig continues. Hit, 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 hit me with that pronunciation one more time. Speaking schmeezing. so much truth, but all right. Let's schmeezing. Yeah. Schmeezing. Yeah, you schmeeze. That's a little you, bit. You're definitely going to get on the air. back for the Italian classics, I would actually watch. Speaking of shorts... We all need to come to an agreement that white shorts should be banned and hope that Matthew Vanderpool makes the wise choice of choosing a different color heading into 2024. I am suggesting this for the sake of the talented okay. cycling photographers and any calendars or prints they would like to sell in the future. <laughs> I am a fan of cycling and cycling photography, mm-hmm. and I enjoy the photos captured by the likes of the Grubers, Christoph Ramon, among others. Not so long ago, it seemed like the only cycling mm-hmm. photographer was Graham Watson. Editorial note, God, what a horrible time of the world it was when it was just Graham Watson. It Back to true. the email. The way he captured our heroes and anti-heroes was fantastic. I enjoyed his photos so much that in 2012, I decided to purchase one of his calendars to hang on the wall of my cubicle. In this calendar was a photo of the great ah. Tor Hushfeld looking resplendent in his all-white world championship kit celebrating arms raised in victory as he had won a stage of the tour the year prior. I turned to this page of the calendar without a second thought. That is until a colleague of mine came into my cube, looked at the photo, and pointed out Thor's leadout. I looked at him and said, So what? but did turn the page the next month early to save myself any further embarrassment. Now think of all the races Matthew could and will win in 2024, especially in these wet, muddy spring classics. Those victory photos could fill an entire calendar and maybe even one of those 18-month-length calendars. While I work from home now, I feel for those cycling fans sitting in offices facing ridicule for supporting the photographer they love because a rider made the poor choice of wearing white shorts. I suggest choosing any color of the rainbow, except maybe yellow, as part of the World Championships kit. Keep up the Greg work, Craig Schmeezer. This is interesting. Now, there's a lot to unpack here, but how come... The choice is only white or black shorts. How come we haven't done the green? So blue the would blue, be the, the, the one to the, go. The red. Blue would be the one there to go, There are lots right? of stripes. Then it's a little flash, a little pizzazz, a little fun. I don't know. But um, how do we feel about Tor? I mean, maybe not Tor's lead out, but if, if you're, if you're wearing the all-white yeah. kit, 
Are we, are we cool with that? Like, if Vanderpool shows up with white bibs next year. Yeah, so that's a little taste. Little that's a little year. taste. But Yeah, he's done you know, it. He's done it. Kind of come a little bit more mature, a little bit more of an adult, kind of a little bit more reserved. <laughs> Got to think about your family's future. Yeah, yeah. Um, are we fans of the white bibs with the world championship kit? I, you know, I am a fan. I agree. It's a little awkward when it's a rainy day. Wasn't it in uh, Liege? The Remco had the white bibs, and it was a little uh, questionable this year. But <laughs> you know, it's 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 such a fine line, right, between looking like a beautiful summer day at the yeah. tour where it's like you Michelangelo, know, uh, you know, hot in and like oh, just yeah, chiseled. you're just chiseled. Yeah, there's there's a line, a fine line between that glory and like the infamous uh, Polish cycling team photo. Like those are the ends of the spectrum, and those ends are so close to each other, it's nearly impossible to get it right. Yeah. Um, which I think is the allure <laughs> of the white shorts. Is like when you get it right. You are Michelangelo's David, chiseled from from the marble, hewn from winning. the stone I mean, uh, that was brought forth from honest. the mountain. Yes, and but it's so easy to get it so Here's wrong, the, and and that's the challenge. It's like the world championship race itself. Two hundred times, you, uh, you yeah. there there are two hundred people there to try to win. Go with the Only shorts, one can be the champion. No one takes pictures of losers and when you're winning no one cares what is leading you out you know yeah. aside from your you coworker, if your coworker is so and, uncomfortable i mean by looking at a champion then eh, report them to hr <laughs> okay you got you got two 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 things on the coworker angle here one uh if 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 you think that you should be embarrassed because you've got a cycling calendar uh, on on your cubicle wall, they they already know you're a cycling fan, so yeah. they already don't have a yeah. super high opinion of you. Like, don't worry about it. You're fine. You're good. Uh, you're not getting any worse. You're not going any further in the doghouse. Secondly, here's a good strategy: uh, tack up a little uh, print. You know, get a little five by seven of. Michelangelo's David, put it right next to the calendar. Yeah. That's going to draw all the attention. Yeah. And yeah. nobody will care what's you on the what calendar Vanderbilt, anymore. If Vanderbilt doesn't show up with white shorts There's... next year, I'm going to be disappointed. I don't care. <laughs> cool with it. I'll, I'll write him a oh, postcard and let him know. Gentlemen, as always, we, we want to encourage more and more emails to come to us at slowridepodcast at gmail.com. It's always great to hear all of your returns. <laughs> But I do need to kick it over to the little guy. So, little guy, how are the how's sprint training going for you this off season? You've been doing a lot of one legged sprints. You you feeling good out there in the uh, in the heat of Minnesota? How's the fitness coming around? Uh, yeah, fitness is okay, but I don't think I have. Uh, I really have the one legged sprint skills um, uh-huh. fully dialed. Uh, did you did you guys see this Delee finish? You can just see the highlights of this. Well, yeah, and I'm that's what got me wondering, little guy, if you're doing your left-footed 50 mile an hour 
bike throw uh, training uh, because it didn't look easy. And somehow you kind of made it look easy. Yeah. I, yeah, he kind of made it look easy. No, look, it didn't look fun. <laughs> no. But he had such a big gap already. I mean, I guess you can do whatever you want when you're just just such a beast that he had such a huge gap. But yeah, that's a new one. I've never seen that before. Boys, if that happened to you, would yeah. you play it off as a victory celebration? Yeah, just kick or that like the meat salad. Yeah, yeah. She's like, ah, oh, feels oh, like I'm pedaling with one leg. You know, like. Percent. I'd play it off and then talk to the sponsors yeah. privately about what had happened. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, you do your post-race interview. You know, I felt like I was flying, really felt like I pedal with one leg, like just destroy the field, which is kind of my celebration. Uh, and then, you know, as soon as they cut the mic off, you're talking to your, your press officer being like, get, uh, get Crank well, Brothers or find on the a way to right blame now. on the Shimano Crank Recall. <laughs> I know I'm not 11 speed anymore, but man, what is this? Surprisingly, uh, Dilly and one of the only teams at the top level with Campy. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. uh, Couldn't. (laughs) Yeah, I don't either. Um, Well, I guess the the proof will be if the next time he wins, uh, he does it again. Like maybe he starts doing it. You know, he starts peeking around. Notices he's got two or three bike lengths. So we've been. Oh, that could be the signature, the calling card. Can we just do it? Man, we got a couple minutes left here in the podcast. Let's do. Let's just let's just burn some bridges while we're here. Um, Okay. Oh, love it. Pedals. Pedal companies. Let's just top five pedals. Let's uh, let's go. XC pedals. Five. Let's go XC. Are there five? So, so, so. What are you talking time about? Time attack number one, from? correct? Okay. End yeah. of list. End of list. Okay, and then if SPD. you're forced to, SPD would be number two, but that's a <laughs> distant number two, right? So time attack one, Shimano SPD. Where yeah. do you throw in Crank Brothers egg yeah. After, After the, the speed, speed play, play oh, those are the frogs. Yeah. Like yeah. what? What was the? Okay. Something like and that. Then, <laughs> What's the, the platform the with cages? Go, Tim, I see you okay. can go time. Well, the thing is you go time, you go SPD, and then you have to go through all the companies that just make SPD WTB, knockoffs. Like, so you'd Welgo, be like, yeah. Welgo, Ritchie. Yeah. yeah, you like go through all those, and then you can be like Crank Brothers. And then no one's ever ridden okay. the frogs, cool. so you say so, frogs last. Yeah, and then I'd put flat flat pedals, and then I'd put Crank Brothers. I mean, I would actually yeah. put crank flat pedals above... Yeah, above above all of them, pretty much. Okay, I haven't <laughs> all right. The whole year. Um, all so. right, I was just just curious, just trying to figure out as we as we go through and just make sure that we're all still aligned that time attack is the best off road pedal. Um, <laughs> I I've still never used them, guys. I'm sorry, I don't know. It's not gonna happen. So. Tim, you asked me about a cross race. There is a cross race next. Is this weekend. the one up in Columbia Heights? About doing up here. The unsa- the unsanctioned versus yeah, yeah. race. It, it looks amazing, by the way. Yeah, it was the one I was. Okay, so little guy's coming back. And I'll probably at least go check it out. Well, I don't know, but the one thing is, 
one, I have not ridden my cross bike this year. And two, I it's haven't fine. clipped in since, I think, states last year. So I don't even know. I'm pretty sure I would hit the barriers, you know, sort of thing. So ah, I'm, it's I'm like a riding nervous. a bike. It's like yeah, riding a bike and getting uh, off it. Yeah, you're gonna crush it. Uh, Can you give us a full fast rate of speed? speed. Yeah. yeah. So you're committing to going today? Sure. I obviously will give you a full report. All right. No, no. I'm not committing. To going. <laughs> I, I I have been thinking about it, but after I just uh, hurt myself so much this weekend, I am questioning uh, my sanity oh. and fitness. Um, so, speaking we'll of which, and then we'll, we'll end the podcast. I don't know if you did notice, I sent over a note that my uh, friend, uh, friend of the pod, Graham, a owner of both a Moots and a Firefly, um, had his Firefly bicycle stolen from his garage. They tracked down. They got the Firefly back. Um, he helped track down <laughs> the 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 criminal that stole that came into his garage to steal the bike. Rode away. Goes up and the, mm-hmm. the the criminal is is told by uh, the officers that like you know you're under arrest for suspicion of grand larceny, and the 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 gentleman goes grand larceny. At that point, Graham says what? He either says A, you should have stole the mountain bike, or B, you should have stolen the moots. Well, it would have been if you're going by just market value after the introduction of the Express. But um, yeah, gentlemen stole uh, the the Firefly and uh, unfortunately didn't take the other bike. So it ended up being a a pretty big uh, case. But I got to admit, she could take in the moots probably would have uh, knocked down the value a little bit. Yeah, it's it's a gross (laughs) misdemeanor. Yeah, that's got to be the maximum. Actually, you're doing us all a favor getting that thing out of here. Yeah, that's the that's the facts. Mm-hmm. Anyway, gentlemen, we'd like to thank all the listeners and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network, but more <laughs> importantly, we'd like to thank you, <laughs> listeners of the Slow Ride Podcast. Uh, this is Tim in Orlando, Matt in Minneapolis, and this is Spencer in Western Massachusetts, reminding you to always wave. And all your fellow cyclists, you see out on the road. Perfection. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod. elegance to bike racing. For all its technology and engineering, it's a simple question of physics. How do you move a body through space as quickly and efficiently as possible? When the rider and the machine work as one, it's almost as if the solid world has melted away and all that remains is the spirit, the pure, raw, and unfiltered soul of sport. Life is measured in many units miles, kilometers, kilos, and pounds. But we measure it one corner at a time. 
We've entered the golden age of crit racing, the most exciting spectator event in sport, where all of human drama plays out before us on our city streets. On this show, we bring you the news of the day and take you inside the personalities of the teams and riders and right up to the gates of the premier events in the world. Welcome to Criterium Nation. Criterium Nation. 